Wow. I was like, uh, I thought you were going to go doors for a second. I was really scared. I thought you were going to go. That would have been interesting. Oh, wait, that's cream, right? That's cream. Yeah. Anyways. As we've proven many times, I don't know any musical art. Like, where we're like, what band is that? And I'm like, I think it's the Beatles. Bye. Or like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Green Day or something. But it's also because you're tone deaf. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like. But you literally are, which is so. In- no, I literally. Which is so am. interesting to me. It's like very fascinating to me. But so you can't, um, like, when you can't sing a tune. Yeah, I don't have any, and I you know, no sense of rhythm, and not like, oh, she has no sense of rhythm. Like, it's like I literally cannot clap along to a song because I don't understand. Yeah, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, it's fascinating to me too. Send you to a clinic or something. Study you. Um, I also <laughs> just told Kelly um, a new term for her. Oh, that is true. You for did. her eyes, the shape of her eyes. Because I don't know if listeners. I don't know I, if you know podcast, my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but I have like um, pretty small eyes, and so the like bottom eyelid. But they're like, I guess they're com- they come out. Your eyelid. Why do I have this? <laughs> Anyway, my eyelid, the bottom eyelid specifically, is, like, as big as my eyeball. Like, what you can see of my eyeball. And tell them what you told me it was called. It's called cheeseburger eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Because your top lid and your bottom lid are the buns. Because they look, they're, like, equal buns. And then the eye slit is the meat. (laughs) I don't think it's derogatory. How is that not derogatory? I think it's cute. It's like when someone says a pizza face, you're like, pizza's no, delicious. No, because that's saying you have acne. This is just saying that that's a shape. It's not It's not bad. It, that's not a neutral term. Okay. In well, my agree opinion. to disagree. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah. Well, I famously also in, like, my middle school best friend um, one time was like a mutual friend of ours was like I think Kelly has beautiful eyes and she was like I don't agree that's so mean I know wow um and on that note welcome to FOH <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Lillian Devane I'm Kelly Sullivan and folks what can I say it's a service industry what? podcast it really is and it's it really, really if you think is. about it it is which is cool. Um, there is a part, um, I just finished Normal People, for those keeping track at home. I've now read two books in quarantine. <laughs> um, and there's a part where, like, the man is talking to the woman, and he's like, you're beautiful. And, like, in the, the like, omniscient narration, it was like, she had always suspected she was beautiful, but no one had ever said it to her. And I was like, oh my god, isn't that, like, just exactly what you go through as like a teen it's like they're teenagers and it's like it someone's like you're hot and you're like i knew it (laughs) i would love to have that reaction you know yeah well that's why they're studying you in a lab shut the fuck up okay (laughs) a couple of lab rats over here (laughs) yeah Normal people was good, um, and also 
fine. It was good, but also it doesn't need to be more than it Were is. Were you reading the book and watching the show at the same time? I watched the show and that made me read the book. Interesting. Uh, Shrug. Yeah. yeah. Shrug, shrug. DM me for my thoughts. I won't respond to you, but I'll be thinking them. <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> Save your DMs, everybody. Um, don't waste them on Kelly. Um, uh, cool. I feel like, for some reason, I feel like we haven't done a podcast in, like, four weeks. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but we kind of, we did, like, kind of a half one last week. I know. We haven't been giving you guys the attention you deserve. I know. I, like, because we did the pop-up last weekend, so I took two days off work, and then when I came back to work on Thursday it had been like a full week and it was like that sensation of just like I don't know what the fuck is going on um but big big uh, development or whatever we both now can do service stories again yes I know return of the service story son of service story okay um (laughs) that's for all my like 47-year-old okay. horror ma- male horror fans out there. What was that Son of Sam? What was that? No, like like monster movies okay. jargon. Oh, you know so what I mean? Her. I feel like that's the Bride kind of, of Chucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, old okay. creature feature kind of guy. That's definitely yeah, a kind of guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Anyways, okay. uh do you want to go first? Um yes, I just had a funny like experience in life is so uh, where I'm working right now, it's just, like, the, it's only open four days, and there are only four people on staff, and so the schedule is, like, there's no room for coverage, like, everyone just works what they can work, and then they don't work the days they yeah. don't work, and so I needed, I took last weekend off for the pop-up, and the owner was like, yeah, if you have someone who can, co- like, I don't care if you take it off, just send someone my way who can cover your shifts and then which is chill that's who yeah we'll cover. yeah and so i was like preparing my friend who was covering my shifts and i was like there's this guy who works there he's so fucking annoying i goddamn fucking hate him like da 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 and then um they worked with him and they're like yeah i was like really prepared to like hate this guy like you were so aggressive about disliking him but um uh, he's fine oh my god and i was like i was like oh and then this weekend like with that lens i was like oh he is are you kidding like i was like i was just like i just got so mad because i get so specific about how i like things to go down in service and then if i like if there's like a violation i'm like you're a piece of shit jesus and like sorry and sorry and um and then literally just one person being like what he's okay like yeah he's like not as good as you but he's not a bad person i was like oh my god all right got it okay looking at this in a new way yeah so actually we had like a very chill weekend because i was like being nice to him and i think then obviously he was nicer to me because i wasn't being a huge isn't it funny how that works it's like you know, oh, like, oh, I can make all of my, like, my daily life so much less painful if I, um, just am not a huge cunt. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, yeah. Interesting how like, that works. Literally. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that's really funny. Well, I'm glad it went. It's, it's, it, you know, it really is true, even though I don't listen to it, that uh, it takes more energy to be mean and angry than it does to be nice and pleasant and happy. Yes, and I don't think I'll, like, we're not going to ever be best of, but, you know, it's nice to not, this is, like, one of two people I know. He's in the pod now, you know, so it's nice you gotta to be able to respect your pod like, mates, yeah. Chill. Anyway. That's happy. How was your weekend of service? Um, it was fine. It was stressful, but fun. We did, I did two days of the pop-up. You did one day on Wednesday, right? Um, mm-hmm. It was good. I mean, it's definitely one of those things where, like, I, I mean, kind of to the, your same point, where I'm serving people, and I just, like, am nice to people for five hours, and then I'm like, oh, I'm, like, kind of a nice per, you know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, like, kind of sweet and giving, yeah. which is, like, two things I don't think of myself as being. Um, so that was cool, and I fucked up some a couple times, kind of rusty. You know what I mean? It's fine. I I'm also was like, I think I'm used to drinking like seven cups of coffee before and during service, and then I'm just like jacked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wasn't like that. So, anyways, but I had two funny things. Both of them were sort of brief, but um. <laughs> So the pop-up was in this backyard space at a bar and everyone brought their dog. It was like one of those things where like everyone just like gets word and just like brings their fucking dog and they're all like off leash or just like, it was just, it's, it was a chaotic amount of dogs, I will say, which is like (laughs) to imagine it, like add three more dogs because it's like, (laughs) I tripped on a dog dish. Like it was like dog, like a swarm of dogs in this backyard area. Um, <laughs> unsettling. I'm An unsettling amount I'm of dogs. Um, one like pooped on the astroturf. I was like, "How does this work? How do you clean up dog poop off of astroturf?" This fills it off. Wow, like a bidet. It's a, it's bidet, a bidet situation. <laughs> For who? Just kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, uh-huh. so this guy had this like absolutely enormous dog. One of those dogs that like goes up to your like hip and you're just like, why do you have this dog? Like that to me, that's like pathological. Yeah. I mean, especially in New York. That's like a Corvette or something. I'm like, why? What do you, what's wrong with you that you have like a sports car? Yeah. Fuck off. You know? Yeah. If you want like a giant, like a horse dog, it's like, yeah, it needs room to yeah, room you're as far as I basically know. basically torturing an animal every day. Like, that's what you're doing. And you're a fucking menace and a fucking criminal. Like, you are be- you are actively torturing something in front of my eyes if you have a big dog. So anyways, and you live in New York. Um, <laughs> so obviously this, this started off kind of pleasantly. No, but anyways, he was in line. He was getting food. And you said And I said, him. you know what? You know what I think of you and your fucking dog and your horse dog? Yeah. Um... Sadie Mae, who is one of the people who was cooking delicious food, um, they have a dog, and she was like, oh, like, what's your dog's name? A question simply I would never ask, because I just don't ask that kind of question. Um, You know, that's not my, like, intro to somebody. Anyways, so this guy says, oh, um, his name's Osho. And I go, um like the leader Osho because Osho is that guy like that the cult, the cult leader. leader 
I was like, yeah. and he goes, yeah. And then I just, like I was in a fucking TV show, didn't respond to him, turned to Sadie Mae and Anthony and just widened my eyes. Like, didn't respond to him, just was like, did a take. Like, did a, like, cut to camera. Yeah, a spit take. Like, yeah, boo, 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 boo. Like, it's like, be yeah. a person, you idiot. You're, like, having a conversation with someone. And then it, a really long silence where we all made eye contact. <laughs> That's still hanging in there. Yeah, his name's Osho, hanging in the air. And then he goes, I mean, like, as a joke. And I was like, cool. You're like, That's a cool I was like, yeah, it's really, he's a rapist. Now. So is that cool to you? Is that a joke? Raping people in a cult? Um, and then I was like, oh, my dad's ex-girlfriend was in that cult. And he was like, yeah, my friend was actually born into that cult. And I was like, wow, that sounds really fucked up. And he was like, yeah, like, shh. yeah, it's like kind of everything you would think. Like, it's like really, it's like really bad. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad you named your dog after the leader of that cult. Does your friend come over? Like, what's, what is this? Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's very bizarre. And then he just, like, got his food. And I was like, enjoy, question mark. Like, how, what's the joke? that? And then, oh, I definitely was like, well, you know, it kind of fits because the dog's such a commanding presence. It sort of makes sense that he would be named after a cult leader. Try to save it. Um, That's crazy, though, right? I mean, I think it's really weird, but... I mean, normal coming from someone who has a fucking pony on a leash. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I don't, it's, I, th- I mean, I definitely think it's weird, but it's like people who like, I have a shirt that has like John Wayne Gacy on it. It's like not funny or cool. Is that a thing? Yes. You know, the true crime community is like full of the worst people alive. So look, I know. Okay. Problematic. Um, that's very, I know it is. Did I not just bring it up myself and say it's No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I'm not a true crime person per se. I don't even think of you that way. I'm like so defensive over something that's not even, you never said. By the way, I went on, I went on Reddit one time to, to research one of my favorite little conspiracies and it was immediately debunked. I was like, okay, well this fucking sucks. That means you have to go deeper and that's how Reddit gets you. Oh, okay, great. So you're, what's. Well, we'll talk about it later if you want to. Or you can tell me about it right now. This is, Guys, we're giving you what you don't want, which is quantity over quality on this podcast. So yeah, this exactly. episode is just that. Um, you know the... I don't know. I, I Actually, it's like the Dolotov Pass incident. Sure. Do you know what of I'm course. talking about? Yeah. So I was like doing that, and then it was just someone was like... Duk, 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 oh, yeah. But I was that- like, maybe, maybe you're a Russian operative. Maybe it's Putin. That's a well-worn. That's well-worn Reddit territory. That path has been. Yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. That path. Yeah, I mean, you can't ever know. That's the best part. And that's a mystery. Um, I don't know what brought it up in my mind, but I was like, because it was something that definitely, like, when I was like a teenager, I was like, that's interesting. That's crazy. His tongue was ripped that's out of his crazy. mouth. It's like no. Yeah, and he's like, he got tan or like. <laughs> You know, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember why I thought of it recently, but I did. Yeah, I mean, that's what Reddit is for. That and arguing <laughs> on the Real Housewives subreddit. So, so. Um, anyways, the other thing that happened that was 
so dramatic was that it had just had a we had a torrential downpour. Well, downpour, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, when we started, and I was too. like, "Fuck!" Like it was just like one of those like summer rain bursts. It's like so dramatic, yeah. and then it's over. So we were like set up, and it was like probably like half an hour after it rained or something. And this yeah. woman came up, and she was like so excited, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. I was at the last pop-up you guys did and like, I love your food. And like, she brought all her friends and it was like, she was just like so amped. And there was like this, um, this like almost like a wedding tent thing that like was in the backyard, like I guess in case of rain, it was like one of those like really small ones, almost like one that people bring to the beach or something like, um, yeah, I was standing under it and her husband had like walked over to like the other side of it and he, I think what happened was that he touched one side of the, of the tent and then she got a hundred percent Nickelodeon slimed by Slime. like you guys, it looked like someone had taken like a six gallon bucket of water and she got like completely soaked, like on her head, her sopping wet. The whole thing. Oh, my God. And everyone just screamed. And I was like, I can't laugh right now. Thank God I'm wearing this mask. It's good for something. Um, Oh, my God. It was so funny. Just, like, mid-conversation, gallons of water poured all over you. It was so funny. What did she do? Everyone freaked out. I was like, "Uh, maybe they'll get you some bar rags. And then the bar gave her, like, merch to wear. Oh my god! It was so funny, though. I was like, "This is." Of course, that is so yeah, funny. I, really- I would. <laughs> I don't. I wonder what I would do. I would probably go home. I feel like. I watched a TikTok recently where this guy just whipped his tiny girlfriend into the pool, and like, which I feel like is such a like trope of like nine. You know where it's like, stop! Oh my God, I'm, let's, let's play like, chicken. And but she was in a dress and like heels, no, and I was like, I would freak out but then it's like afterwards she's like she's because she's just like so teeny and dripping wet yeah and i was like i would freak out thank god that i'm not like the kind of person that there's no mistaking me for the kind of person who would like freak out yeah i mean you know what i mean like no man is gonna try to pick me up and toss me yeah i don't think either of us are like be so (laughs) funny if we threw her in the pool kind of girls right or like firemen care you know what i mean like don't attempt to pick me up okay yeah you said okay. Like, I'm like, God, like I got. I'm writing down the. I'm writing down notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. Got it. Yes, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Lillian's like my birthday plan. She's like bossing <laughs> up seriously. <laughs> Do not pick her. Oh up. my god, I'm call. I'm like in a group chat right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, don't try it. I know we said we'll all firemen carry Kelly. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna Fuck, actually guys, like I'm it. really freaking out. I don't think she's gonna like it. <laughs> God. Um anyways, yeah. So funny. <laughs> so funny. That is so funny. Um Oh my god. I just like getting wet is just really uncomfortable. It's so genuinely. uncomfortable. And also like when you're like mid fangirling about something and then you just get fucking <laughs> blasted with water. It's like it's so funny. You're like, oh my god, I love you so much. 
I mean, look at what happened to Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she freaked out. Zing, zing. You know, zapping the whole gym. Yeah, I mean, they deserved it. So. They did. They John did. John Travolta. He's in that movie. Oh, I forgot it was yeah. him. Um, unstoppable they force. Do. His career in the seventies. Um, because of the Scientologist. He wasn't in Scientology in the seventies. I was like, well, mm-hmm. remains to be seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'll be <laughs> looking it up on Reddit later. <laughs> oh um, man. Anyway, sort of, so, because, okay, so related to the fact that we both have service stories now, we're just going to be talking about, in a sort of general way, the Grub Street article that everyone posted this weekend, and reopening, and our feelings about returning to service, and just hashing it out. I do feel like there's this new, um, a new turn that's happening right now. Oh, yes. As far as, like, I think that there's been a shift in mm, people's dining habits, like, awareness. The amount of people who are going back to work has increased. I think that's why we're hearing so much more right now. Um, And it's getting, I think, a little more desperate because people's loans are running out um it's fraught energy yeah we don't have any we don't have that extra money coming in a lot of people are losing unemployment altogether it's just like a very desperate time they keep doing the eviction moratorium in at least new york state if you're here is like so fucked up because they keep just doing it month by month they won't like they won't just like say like through the rest of the pandemic, through 2020, you know what I mean? Like, they just keep doing it month by month. So right now it's extended through October 1st. It's, like, it's intent, you know, like, they they just keep intentionally, like, keeping everyone so under the yoke of stress and anxious. And baby, it's working. And baby, (laughs) it's working. (laughs) It's working overtime. (laughs) The only person working overtime in this guy. Hey. Hey. Um, Yeah, I think there's a lot more awareness being brought to it. It's also, like, I think it's coupled with, at least in New York City, that, like, there is this, like, desire from de Blasio, from Cuomo, from everyone to pretend that the the positive numbers in New York are somehow, like, like, the po- like that they're unrelated to like the steps that have been taken right. and that like to continue them we need to like keep doing those things you know what I mean they're like yeah so New York is at testing at 1% right now so that means we can reopen schools it's mm-hmm. like no that means that if you reopen schools it that will not be the case anymore be yeah true anymore that's because like Zaddy Cuomo is like got his dick all hard about how he saved fucking New York State. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. You rat shit fuck. It's crazy. It's also just like I and I and I get it and I'm it's not like I'm like, well, you know, in these unprecedented times, like everything's shut down forever, but it's like you can't you just can't. You can't. No. You cannot reopen. This is not a thing. It's... I mean, and I get it. Like, the Times said this this past week. They were like, New York is now testing, like, South Korean numbers. But it's like, 
yeah, but it's not South Korea. It's a city in a state, in a country. Like, right. right. You can't. You can't. You can't just say, like, okay, so we're ready to be open because... I mean, what, are we going to, like, lock... Put a fucking moat out and, like, lock it down? Like, it's New York City. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's a... It's, like, it's not only, you know, the biggest city on the East Coast. It's a port. Right. It is connected to... Because of the fucking billionaires and millionaires that live here, there are many people who live and work in adjacent states, in adjacent communities... DC, you know what I mean? You know, people are taking the train. Yes, exactly. Like, it's just, it's fucking insane to think that, like, and I'm not, I'm like. QAnon, you know? Obviously, I'm. Yeah, QAnon. Um, Exactly, exactly. Great point. Thank you so much. Um, I'm obviously, I'm back at work. It's, I'm not someone who's in denial. I don't have my head in the sand about the fact that, you know, the grind never stops. Okay, and, like, I get that, like, you know, we all have to accept and deal with the fact that society is going to reopen, but... Yeah. I And I'm not, I don't have my head in the sand about it. I'm not pretending that it's not happening. I'm not pretending that... I don't know, like, obviously, I'm back at work, I'm, you know, I'm, I ride the subway again, I ride the buses again, like, I go to the beach, I go to the park, like, da 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 but, like, I feel like a crazy person, where it's just, like, you, you, certain things can't happen. Yeah. Um, but we know that they are, because they want children to go to school, so parents can go to work, so, you know, it's the whole It's the whole thing. thing. It's also, like... Uh, a friend of ours who came to the pop-up last weekend who works for a wine importer was saying that like um her experience of working with shop owners is that she was like they're very very anti-mask because it's like all of these things like work in a loop so if you to like get to the point that the the end game that they want to get to you have to like make all these other decisions to justify it so it's like these store owners they want business to return to normal so they want everyone to go back to work so they have the money to spend so for everyone to go back to work they need the masks to come off so they become anti-maskers so then you have to start denying the reality of COVID so it's like all of these things like you have to build the logic to get to the end and it's just completely insane it's it's I think I think the bottom line is that this has driven everybody insane in a in their own special way. And that's what we're seeing manifesting I mean, who would have guessed it at a restaurant where everyone unleashes their most psychotic self every fucking time they walk in the door. And why would this be any fucking different? Guess what? It's not, and it's way fucking worse. And I for one second at the beginning of this when I had, when I was feeling, you know, fucking well rested for the first time in my life, being like, you know what? Maybe people really realize what they lost, and maybe people will really, maybe people will really be so thankful and grateful, and like know what a special experience a restaurant is. Wrongo, pal. We are, we are so. We've naive. been wrong about so many things. I regret. We've been wrong about so I, many things. I feel like you know that I always think about this. The Onion headline that's like man loses last bit of hope he didn't even know yeah yeah exactly it's like that 
It's that. That I'm like, I fucking know the score. I'm cynical as all hell. And then I'm like, wait, yeah, what? I know. It's a painful lesson to learn every single time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was thinking about all the things I regret saying on this podcast. I got a whole mental list. Um, <clears throat> anyways, can't go back in time and change my words. Um, and that's why I'm brave. Um, but. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yes, I, bringing it back to a specific thing, this, this Grub Street piece, uh, by Jamie Wilson, uh, <laughs> called I. Also. Funnily enough, I just want to say, I think that I was, someone reached out to me privately through, up from Grub Street to talk about the experience of going back to work, and I just didn't respond. I'm like, this could have been me. I could have been being shared left, right, and center. Oh, thanks for interrupting me to say that somebody contacted you to write this article about you. Um, <laughs> Kelly, I was just thinking Kelly's about a that. clout chaser now, guys. Yeah, clearly. Um, didn't respond to the email. <laughs> No, because it's like a fucking bummer. Like, it's everything anyone wants to talk to us about is a bummer. Thanks. I don't want to talk about the horror of my life anymore. Appreciate it. Appreciate the reaching out. Um, (laughs) God damn it. Anyways, as I was about to say, the title of the piece is I work in restaurants and I've never felt so disrespected. Kind of, you know what? I've never felt so disrespected, Kelly, than I did just a second ago. By me? Than I did just a second ago. <laughs> you called me cheeseburger eyes. <laughs> that was the opening salvo. <laughs> you know, Everyone no. loves cheeseburgers. Um, so this was just a personal, sort of a personal uh, commentary, but I think hit home for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Oh, now Grub Street's saying I've reached my monthly article. Cool. I read this article already, wanted to bring it up to talk about it on my podcast that literally hundred of people listen to, Grub Street. Hundred. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Who knows what the fuck this piece is about because I'm on a paywall now, so thanks. I didn't um, even know they had a... Grub Street is a paywall? Oh, because it's New York. Yeah, because it's all part of New York. You know what? Crazy. I'm... We're not this podcast over. This is ridiculous. Fucking let me read. <laughs> we should just pay. Why don't we pay for it out of the Patreon? Anyway, um, I'm so mad right now. I'm already. I'm sorry. I haven't even. We haven't even um, talked about it, and I'm mad. Um, but something that this author said they were like um, is a mood that is impossible to fully define even though it causes many of us to walk or bike or take a crowded bus home feeling confused and empty and tired in a way that is distinctly different from the standard exhaustion that comes after a long, busy shift. And that was, like, one of my first observations after returning to work is that I was like, I am fucking wiped in a way that I have really never felt because I do love working service and I usually find it actually, like, quite invigorating and, um... Like, truly, I was walking away, like, so drained and so tired. And and I don't even... This... A a lot of what she's talking about in this article is enforcing mask wearing and telling people... I I don't tell people to put their mask back on because it's too tiring and I still get fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we've all... We've all by now heard of, like, how we have to be... People have to be enforcers. People have to be, you know, there's just so much added stuff. And of course, when your tips are tied to it, yada, 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 we've covered it. But it's just, 
it still is shocking to me. It's still upsetting and shocking. And now it's shocking. And that people will, the, the bar that I'm working at, um, we do, we have toasts and we have one of those little handheld readers and you stick your card in and my boss preset it. So it goes to 25%. Like that's the preset of what the tip amount is and the amount of people that I watch just change while I'm holding it by the way I'm standing there holding the little device and you're putting it in in front of my eyes and that they're like and some people boldly with no mask that would they'll be like they're like I'm gonna override this system right in front of you yeah I'm gonna override the system to give you a 12 and a half percent tip it's like cool God, and like it's the relentless pieces of shit. I can't. It's like I listen. I don't want to be disappointed by people every fucking day of my life. No, please give me. I love give me one goddamn reason to not walk out of my house and instantly have hate in my heart. Okay, I would love that. I would love that from you. Instead. You're serving me the most despicable behavior I didn't even think was possible. And as we said before, I read Reddit. So it's like, <laughs> yes, are you kidding true. me? I'm, I'm expecting. I know what the Russian government I, I did know what they're to capa- those hikers. I know what they're capable of on that icy, icy night. Okay? So. And, and, uh, you, and uh, North Brooklyn, you're still letting me down. No, it's really rough. And it's like, I agree with you. Like, it's something that I think that we've talked about you know that's what this podcast is about like sort of restaurants replacing public space and becoming this like sort of town square and and filling so many functions in people's lives right or wrong and there was a moment that i really thought this has been taken away from people and when we give it back they will feel so grateful and some people do But it's, like, by and large, I mean, it is, like, that hypernormalization. Like, you know, we're how many weeks into patio service in New York? And people are already just, like, you work for me. Fuck you. If I can buy your time, I can treat you however I want. It's really gross. It's it's, it's really, really crazy. crazy. It actually is. It's also... The specific thing in New York is I'm like, so why are you, like, you don't want to be around, like, do you want to be able to go to the, like, it's just, (laughs) I know everyone says this, and this is all over Twitter, but it's like, there's such an anti-social aspect to it that you're like, what we missed in pandemic was community and being with each other and being able to share space with each other and break bread with each other, and then they're like, yeah, but like, the poor people, I (laughs) could give two fucks Literally. I'm like, can you not, like, make it so obvious? Like, why are you making it so clear to me? Like, it's really Like, the super rich, at least from my understanding, you know, you treat your help with a little bit of decency so they don't fucking stab you in the back and take your jewels, you fucking idiots. What am I talking about? I don't know. Um... Uh, well, I will say, I think in the, in the, among the super wealthy, if you can't keep exactly, help, that's exactly. considered, like, quite, a, quite the And insults. then the servants talk to each other, and they say, don't go work for Miss as Flivishisham, or whatever, you know? Right, we're talking Gosford Park. Yeah. I'm basically summarizing the plot of Gosford Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to read um, <clears throat> something that a listener sent us, because, I don't know, I feel like it's cathartic 
for and if again we've we've sure. offered this before and if you do ever want to message us with what's going on please because it's crazy yeah. um <clears throat> this person works in rhode island so keep that in mind because it's rhode island um okay <laughs> Uh, she says, we've had people throw our signs, scream at us, call us fucking idiots, bitches, whatever. I've seen phone calls up the wazoo. Just like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I told my manager I'm going to fight a customer and I mean it. <laughs> Someone's going to catch hands at my farm to table casual fine dining spot. Um, fuck calling them guests at this point, too. We're lucky to no fights uh, yet, like, unlike the bar down the street. Um, lots of friends work at that place and had a hostess get punched in the face and her <gasps> eyebrow split open because she asked a guy to put a mask on when ordering at the outdoor bar. Um, which, I mean... <laughs> it's just, it really does go beyond... It, I couldn't have imagined this. I no, couldn't it's have. Crazy. I couldn't have. It's cr- it's crazy. It's like it's so upsetting. It's just and then the like, I don't know, the hand sanitizer aspect of it, it really makes me nuts because we all read hygiene theater. We all read it, you know what I mean? In the Atlantic. Did you read that piece? I'll send it to you. Um and but they were just talking about like what it effectively stops the spread of the virus and what doesn't and obviously antibacterial hand sanitizer is not a huge deterrent against a virus but um and but then there's also like that aspect of it is like that i'm like you won't even put on your mask like this happened like these two girls were like can we not sit they wanted to take a four top because it was further from this other two top and they were like we want to be more distant and then didn't wear their mask like the whole time they were talking to me and then like used the hand swipey thing as i've said and then like did like over dramatic like spritzes because there's hand sanitizer on every table obviously and i'm like is me i'm the dirty mm-hmm. one i'm the you dirty are. one you are it's like it's so demoralizing and i don't even like take like all that shit it's like kind of like water off my back i don't really like take it to heart but it's also like you can't you can say that you're not but it's like it it infects your mind yeah. you know what i mean like people just constantly like disrespecting you like that and like devaluing your safety and then implying that you're dirty or virus ridden and it's it's on one hand I was hopeful what would kind of come of this moment but on the other hand I knew this was like gonna happen and it's just really crazy that it's happening to me yeah I guess totally (laughs) I mean oh my god it's it's really it makes me really really sad and the amount of people who have messaged me or told me like I mean this person in Rhode Island you know, went on to say other things, but she's basically like, I've worked like us, like I've worked service my whole life. And I think this is it for me. I can't do this anymore. Like this is such a breaking point and rightfully so. I mean, obviously it is because you're going to risk getting punched in the face for making sure you don't get sick. It's just like, it's also like, (sighs) even if they do, even if there's a vaccine, it's like knowing that people feel that level of disregard and that level of anger by being told by someone they view as beneath them is like it's very hard to like walk back oh my god exactly 
now you know. Like, oh, okay, you take away the threat of violence, the direct threat of violence, but it's like, okay, but now I know that you feel you're entitled to enact violence against me if I speak well, it, yeah, and it's like it's like in in movies when like there's like all of a sudden a dangerous situation and somebody just like w- is willing to throw someone overboard or like gets behind them when someone's shooting yeah. a gun and 100%. then and then and it's not a real emergency and then you're like oh looking at this person like oh you would let me die. It's that 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 ski scene that everyone that I feel like every there's an annual sharing on Twitter. Where the, it's, it's that French movie Oblivion. Oh, I think it's called. Oh, sure. They remade it or something, right? Yeah, with Julia yeah. Lee Dreyfus. Looks like a lot of fun. I wonder if that's on VOD. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something to think yeah, about. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, that's it's a trope. But it's a trope for a reason because then you're like, wow, now yeah. it's fundamentally changed everything. Everything has changed. Everything has changed. Now I understand. I thought that I understood the dynamic, but now I understand the dynamic. And it's like, I knew that people looked down on me and I knew that people thought I was stupid, but like that they feel that they can enact violence against me, that they feel entitled to Mm -hmm. completely disregard and disrespect me. It's like, it does feel like, okay, like what's next? I mean, that's why I haven't been in a fucking hurry to get a job. And I have the, I mean, I have the luxury of not doing that, but it's like, I mean, I don't have any money. So it's like, it's got to end at some point, but I don't. It's it's too upsetting to me. I can't even like. What am I supposed to do? I don't want to do that. I will like fucking break yeah. me, man. Like that. It sucks. Yeah, it's 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 hard to stomach, and and I really like my boss, and I like the bar that I'm at now. But it's it's definitely hard to stomach, and it's also like I don't know if I want to become okay with it. You know, I don't know if that's like. Like, is that what I want? Are those the conditions that I want to accept moving totally. forward? And obviously, like, I'm working there now for money. This is my skill set. You know, again, it is something that I do genuinely enjoy. And I still enjoy talking to guests. Yeah. And I still enjoy bartending. And I still enjoy these aspects and these elements of it. But is it... I've spent my whole life dedicated to service in different capacities and now it's like okay like can can I still justify that? Yeah. The answer is I don't know. Yeah. But I also don't know how to do anything else. I know it sucks. I cannot believe that this happened to us personally. I know to us personally I can't believe it. It's that. like I thought I was really on top of my <laughs> I thought I was on top of it. I thought I was fucking ahead of the goddamn curve. I... I was like, yeah, I figured it out. You guys are idiots. I thought that I had at least a solid five more years before I would have to, like, my body would start, like, breaking down and I would start having to I'm thinking about that timeline, what that means for what you think of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fragile, though. I'm very fragile. You're you're a tough bra. Uh, you know I'm that's not fragile. true. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I well, at least I thought I had five years where I was, you know, and then I would be like, oh, maybe I want to do this or like. Uh, new, not that I ever yeah, like newsflash that never happens. So just all you kids out there. Well, maybe I thought I would marry up or nope, something. No, that I won't happen either. Everyone, it's not. You don't nope, know. No one, guys, it's not going to happen for any of you. So just. 
I'm just saying, just get used to it. I know, but in my head, I'm still 22. Yeah, I mean, same. And I am, so like that's not re- that's <laughs> You're not like, different in my head and, and, and according to and my birth certificate. <laughs> so it's not any different for me. I mean, it just feels so. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's also like everything crumbled at once. Where I was like, oh, I'm doing this thing, and like I have my other creative things, and I also like that's such a delusional thing to do anyway. So it's like multiple delusions at once, and now they're all like, mm-hmm. there's no pretending anymore. Like every delusion I had or like hope is like hundo percent gone which is freeing in a way and I've definitely taken advantage of it and I've learned a lot and I'm doing okay but it's like damn y'all really making me face everything at once how dare you it's really rough it's really bad and I really did think Bernie Sanders was gonna be the president like I really believe I mean it's interesting to be able to pinpoint the uh last time I ever would even think about Nevada the, is the la- last time I felt joy <laughs> the last time yes it, for sure and to be able to pinpoint the last time that I ever gave a shit about electoral pol- uh, like pretend I, I will never again never again will I give a shit about electoral politics I can't even believe I no. did in the first place it's embarrassing and I never will even I'm not even engaging with it and ever again goodbye yeah, it's really rough, and, and I just, I think that I, I don't know, I feel stupid in a way. Why? Like, just thinking about, like, <laughs> literally six months ago, and being like, I mean, because literally six months ago, in February, I was like, you know, I went down to Mexico City, and I had such a good time, and I was like, oh, I really want, like, this place to become part of my future, and, like, maybe I can, like find a way to do that or like like build this into my life and also like I was feeling so hopeful about Bernie Sanders and I was like you know I was just like I I like I felt very differently about my future and now I'm literally like I don't think that exists like I don't know I cannot confirm that the future exists and it makes me feel kind of dumb because being someone who's like lived with depression for my whole life like it's like anytime something bad happens to you you're like see you were so dumb you were so dumb for ever feeling like this wouldn't be what's happening and it's that now times one million billion percent and it's like you were dumb for ever Uh thinking good things would happen oh totally totally yeah, I mean, every time something happened to me, I was like, well, what did you fucking think was going to happen? Something exactly. would go your way? No, you piece of shit. Exactly. You absolute dog shit. No, nothing's going to happen for exactly. you. Exactly. And, uh, and that's why people are punching hostesses in the face, because... <sighs> I mean, it's, yeah, we're all, like, going through it on some level, and this isn't to give any sympathy to those people, but it's like, it, it there's such a crisis of faith right now and you know who's gonna lead us you know know what and who's gonna lead us out of that joe biden and i think joe we can really joe biden and kamala harris (laughs) and we'll have elizabeth warren for the treasury secretary yes um you know i mean i think it's like you can surround yourself with creature comforts but it's like if like there is no way this hasn't shaken you to the core period 
I was reading the real estate section two weeks ago and it was about, you know, improvements on the home and um, additions and, and remodelings of homes that are, like, building out to accommodate lockdown, basically. Yeah. And if, you know, you have to keep working from home and you have to keep homeschooling the kids and da 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 And I was like, these people think that they have escaped the fucking mm-hmm. dread and insecurity and rot of this world by being able to spend $100,000 on a remodeling at the drop of right. the hat. But, like, you cannot escape it. Yeah. And it, it will seep in even if it means that you don't think you're the person who's going to punch a 22-year-old hostess in Rhode Island and it you will be and then you will be the forever you will be a person who did that yep this the pink slime running underneath the city is going to get us all i saw ghostbusters so you get that reference yeah i mean man people are so dumb and don't have any like ability to self-reflect and like take yeah it's it's crazy and it's it's like i think that's why restaurants because restaurants replace so many places that would be actual community and places that you could grieve and and re reflect and reconvene and like restaurants replacing all those things also means that we don't have that and it's not you know i often you know, support the church, and everyone gets mad no at me. One gets but mad at you. We <laughs> <laughs> get mad, and um, but it's all—it's just like it's all too linked, and it's all too yeah symbolic, and it's all too—it's it's it's too, too much. much. It's, it's too it's on the really nose. Too much. It's, it's horrible. I know. It's really—it's gaudy, and it's just—it's just you know. Why did someone do design this? Because it's bad writing. It's bad writing. You know, it's bad writing. It's bad writing. You know, I mean, but here we are, and you and I are working on new stuff, moving forward. There's positive things happening. I will say right now, um, there's a sunset happening outside my window, casting I know, a beautiful, beautiful glow on me. And this, in this, yeah. scene, can you see? It's very pink. It's like, yeah, you're very it's that famous right now. sort of like that bisexual lighting or whatever they film mm, Twitter yeah, was yeah, talking yeah, about bisexual. for a second. Also, there's like a there's like a blue hue in my cheekbone. I'm just painting a picture. Well, that's what bisexual right. no, that's lighting why is. I said but... it. Okay, so, so okay, so, so we, we agree. agree. <laughs> bisexual lighting is in your uh, room. My computer camera is much too bad for it to reflect any kind of <laughs> evocative change in the lighting but um but i can also see a lovely but i sunset. think we look good together because you are very like cool tones right now you're like green and blue mm. yeah 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 anyways you know that we want to give them a visual mm-hmm. back home back home mm-hmm. um he got old cheeseburger eyes <laughs> I, and now I'm like thinking, where did I see that term, and is that a real thing? I think I'm sure it was on your plastic surgery Shut the subreddit. Fuck up, it's not. It wasn't there. I don't know why I responded so rudely to you just now. <laughs> yeah, <literally>. sorry. <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm hot now. It's like, um, sweating. Um, okay. Well, I feel, well, that about that does it. Let me look and see. I think we do have some new patrons. Got we have you. two new patrons this week, which is exciting. Thank you. Have, and thank and you. Thank you, uh, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan. Um, I think I think of Ryan neutral to positive as a as a name goes. I okay. think so. Yeah. And then we have uh, ZW. Very mysterious. Very Zadie Smith. Oh, maybe it is Zadie Smith. Me think. Uh, little teeth or whatever the books are called. Mm-hmm. Little tiny teeth or whatever. Oh, look at you girls <laughs> and your little teeth. A thousand tiny teeth. Um, thank and thank and thank you. <laughs> not what that I know. It's I read it. I don't know what it's called. Um, thank you so much. And I think I left somebody out. And if you haven't been shouted out and you would like to, please do let me know because I feel guilty about it. It's like one of the things I think about before I go to sleep. Is I it's one of my anxious <laughs> cycles. Is like what happens with our patrons and everything. So if please uh, get me out of that spiral and let me know if I've forgotten you. Um, mm-hmm. And what else? We're going to do, everyone who cares, a big Vanderpump Rules Patreon. Oh, true. Um, and I would like to say there's also going to be, if it all goes according to plan, a little special surprise during that recording. Wink, wink at Kelly. Remember? Oh, right? my God. You're like, don't remember <laughs> saying anything. Don't remember. Well, I'll tell you what the surprise is, Kelly, after we end this episode. Um, okay. But. <laughs> oh, okay, yes, I okay, remember. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be great. And if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules or Real Housewives and you're annoyed by all the recent content, I feel you. I hear you. Um, <laughs> I, I, we, we hear you. you we're we listening and you. learning. And I was once you. And just know that I know what that feels like. And True. it's hard. It's hard. Um, it's hard. And we love you very much, as always, and we hope that you are taking care of yourselves and each other. Yes, we love love you you guys. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye.